Is that better? What were you doing before? You know, he liked to have the curtains closed. Doughboy's oh, a vampire. I'm not a fan of natural light. Indoors. Be quiet, man. Get your weekly dose of R&R, hey. What up? This is your boy, Doughboy. And this is Kev on stage. I'm Tony Baker over here in the mix. And this is another remote installment of Started Off to the Front. Righteous and righteous. We all are at our own houses because we can't go outside because everything's going crazy. What up? How's everybody feeling? Man. I miss you guys, man. Give me a virtual hug. Dap me up on the virtual. Yes. Yo, did you, see, did, did you see the video of Sway Lee? He went live and he tried to crowd surf during a virtual concert. Nah, y'all put it in the group chat, but I didn't click it. You got a crowd surf. Yeah, it was weird. It wasn't that funny, though. A crowd surf with a cyber crowd is weird, so it's just a thing. <laughs> But before we move any further, we want to give a special shout out to the Right Pack. That's our Patreon group. They are watching live right now on Monday. Uh, this won't be released until Wednesday. In addition to getting content early, they get a bunch of content that is not available anywhere else. Uh, different things like Love Hour After Dark, Slept On, the Joshi Gons tape. It's a bunch of content you guys can get for $5 a month. So go to onstage.com. Join the right pack right now and get with us. How are you gentlemen surviving the uh, quarantine, guys? Man, outside of the lack of income from the shows, I am loving it. No flights, no travel, no hotel. Getting to know, apparently I have two children. <laughs> uh, my my uh, sons have not left the house in 11 days. Wow. Wow. They, so yesterday I was like, y'all want to go out? And they were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why? Zay Zay was like, man, we be in school all the time. <laughs> yeah. They love, man, let me tell you something, man. I would have loved the pandemic when I was in school. <laughs> I'd be like, bring that pandemic over here. <laughs> nah, like, in junior high and like high school, a pandemic, we at the crib? Oh. But the thing is, it ain't like summertime. Like, luckily, Tone, the only thing is they're, they're having pandemic with technology. So he can talk to his friends. He be texting and all that stuff. We actually, when we was growing up, you had to go outside to see your friends. No this school. Would be, it would you wouldn't be, be able to see them. That would have been tragic, though. Yeah. I think that is terrible for my fitness goals. I was so close to 225, and I think the way my mind is set up, it can either see the best of things or the worst of things. So when this happened, I was just like, uh, uh, I don't know if we're making it out of this. You might as well eat six oatmeal pies this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worked out in like a week and a half. Oh, Joe, you got to get out and walk, bro. I've been, I've been hiking, me and Melissa, hiking. I've been doing my in-home push-ups and whatnot. You, but you're not supposed to be going outside, right? No, they say you can go outside and walk. It's the whole being next to people close. They don't, 
be that actually there's a lot of people on the trail yesterday i was like man y'all get out of here this is my trail right but you was there too i know but i want to have it all to myself i want to feel like it's my personal hike on my personal woods this it was all over there with outside man because I, I tried to go outside to get an isolated area to do a voiceover it was people everywhere Really? I'll be I'll be trying to hide and do the voiceover, but I need it outside and, and to yell. And then I'm like, man, why don't y'all go in the house? Let me ask y'all this. How have y'all been dealing with y'all significant others? Cause me and Tony might, I mean, we might make it out of this thing single. <laughs> Where we going? Can be- she in, can she hear you? She right here. <laughs> Listen, me and Melissa, we always be together like this. Not this much time, but since we both work in this. We work together. It be like this, but it the boys don't be here. That's the thing. The kids be up in here. Just Zay, bro, Zay. You talk about eating when you're not hungry. Every five minutes, let me just see what's in the fridge. You can't possibly be hungry. You can't possibly need to eat now. Man, man I ain't had a piece of pot roast in minutes. Piece of pot roast? Didn't you just be doing that though? You just be eating even. Oh later. man, I realized about myself. I do not have to be hungry to eat. I just have to be in the vicinity of food. I've been just all over the place. And when we went shopping, I went shopping like I was nine years old. I got a bunch of Doritos and snack cakes. Why? I don't know. has been cooking like, I, I'm like, woman, you have to stop breakfast, lunch. Yesterday, she cooked two dinners at once. Once for dinner yesterday and one for today, I ate two dinners. I was like, pot roast and, ch- and chuck wet and chili? Oh, yeah. I don't even need two dinners. I got choices. It was like a buffet. I'm like, let me get a piece of oh, this, too. Desserts? She been making peach cobbler? Just be leaving them on the counters? Yeah, You're my good. enemy. You're my mortal enemy. You had hometown buffet at your actual home. Bro, and it's the Melissa don't be having time because the kids got soccer and school and this and all that. So we be postmating, bro. She be every time I come home, bacon, eggs, hash brown casserole. I'm like, yes, I I will eat it. You can't turn I will. It. And the other day I was like, okay, I ate a little bit too much peach cobbler. I was like, okay, that's it for me. I'm gonna have a smoothie for dinner. She's like, well, if I might cook dinner, I was like, cook dinner, it's 8 30. <laughs> Bro, dinner was ready at 9.30. I was like, well, let's <laughs> just let it go to waste. Bro, I've been, I've been having days where she'll cook certain days and will postmate in the same day. I'm like, this isn't even the right order of things. Like, nah, I had to get myself on a, on a schedule. I, get a, I actually start setting my alarm. I was like, I got to get to some semblance of a routine. Because when I have my regular life, I realize so much of my life is routine. You got to be up by this time, work out by this time in order to take the boys to school. If they don't have school, there's no consequences if I don't get up. Nothing yeah. happens. Nobody's, yeah. there's no meetings. If yeah. I get up at seven or three, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Bro, it was already hard enough to police myself and be disciplined before the quarantine. After the quarantine, like you was texting me yesterday, I was literally, I had not gotten out of the bed at all. I was just like, well, I got to order knives out. Like, <laughs> like, You weren't doing nothing? Nothing. I was just sitting there like, <laughs> it was oh mess, my man. god! So yeah, man, I'm glad that we're all trying to figure out different ways to uh, get through. Me and Tone been loving it though. Tone oh, said he loved it. I love this, man. It's like sit down, Tone. No, you have to. All right, all right. <laughs> I love it. I, I I hate to miss money, but I love this. 
Yo, Tone, you've been pumping out the voiceovers. I'm like, this is a new one? You had like four new ones in a row. Mm-hmm. I've been doing like no less than four new ones a day now. I, just, like, I, got, the, I got time today. <laughs> how long do y'all think it's going to last? Just ballpark figure. How long do you think we this goes on like this? Well, they just they just uh, postponed my kids from going back to school to at least May 4th. I feel like we are going to be quarantined or social distancing for the next two months. Yeah. Like this for the next two months? Big countries, China, China was hit in December. They had to go on the heavy quarantine until like last week in order to flatten the curve. Italy, people in Italy were not taking it seriously. Then they had like people, like almost 500 people died yesterday. I think they're going to start taking it a little seriously. The thing about it is, I'm, as far as my life getting back to normal, I might not be back on the road. July, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, man. August? I was reading. And that's the thing, too, man. When you ain't busy, you just be reading. <laughs> I was reading up on the pandemic of 1918. This thing lasts to, to 1920. Oh, the Spanish flu. I read, I was just like, oh, no. This is a no good. I was yeah. like, bro, I got stuff to do. Man. It's enough stuff online to scare you, but. I've been um, coming out and just being positive and the last couple you days. You know what I was thinking about? So we're we're all close to 40. Tone's on the other side, Doe's right there, and I'm creeping up. The longer you live, the more you will be susceptible to world-changing events. Everybody has – this is probably my kid's first world-changing event. I remember my first one – was Columbine, I figured like the whole world changed. I thought it was going to change at least. Uh, but my first absolute world changing event was uh, September 11th. And then the housing crisis of 2008, it wasn't a world changing event, but it was a world changing event for, for me. Like that was a United States changing event. And this, but you think if you're like 70, like you ask Tony's mom how many she had, she's 70 or something like that. She's probably been through four or five, like the civil rights movement, stuff like that is like, so the order you get, it's going to be like stuff is happening that ain't never happened before and the world will forever be changed. Like after, after September 11th, y'all remember before that, we could go to the airport to the gate. Yeah. You could wait for somebody at the gate. My kids have never seen, they don't even know that. <laughs> There's no TSA. All we had to do is walk through a metal detector. Just yeah. took three seconds. Because I've never flown before until post 9-11. So that's all I know. Really? Yeah, I never. I was scared to fly. I didn't fly my first time until two thousand three or four. How old were you? I was. Uh, I was a grown man. I had two kids. He was at least twenty. I was twenty. No, I was like twenty six. Your first Yo, flight. Yo, what? My my mom took me on a plane when I was a baby. Don't remember that. But I didn't get on a plane until <laughs> I was twenty. Probably 26. It was like 2004. I think it was 2004. So you drove, when you went to New Mexico State, you drove from Chicago? Everything was either driving or train. Train? Yes. <laughs> you were on a stagecoach? Yeah. We took, when we moved from Chicago to New Mexico, we took a train. Really? Yep. In the 1990s? 
in the 1990s. Wait, where would you put all your stuff when you moved? Like, well, we had that, we had that uh, brought in, but uh, yeah, we 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 took the train. It was like a day ride. Wow, I did not know about that. Never knew yeah, that. So, so all all my flight experience is the tight security. Dang. But I don't think nothing, I don't think any world changing events have been on this level where the entire world was affected at once. I've right. never seen the, that. The September 11th, it felt like our whole world as, you know, Americans. You know what? Here's the thing that's interesting about this. They say the human race, the only way to stop racism is to have something that threatens mankind. Like when you have, when it's like, bro, this is all of us. We don't have, people are like, man, I ain't got time to be racist, man. Ain't no, I haven't seen rice or toilet tissue in the grocery store in I don't know how long. Right. And then we had rice the whole time. Well, I was like, yo, we got a whole thing of rice. And it was like, yeah, we have plenty of rice. I was like, I ain't seen rice in years. Man, rice is gone. That, it bugs me. The rice is out of here, Tom. And the noodles. And the noodles, too. Pasta, rice, toilet tissue companies. Their profits are through the roof. I don't even know why we're buying toilet tissue. Let, nothing about this says buy toilet tissue, but I think it shows you how people's minds work. It's the it's the, the scarcity fear. If right. people take it, well, I need some. Like, but I don't need any particularly. But I feel like if y'all gonna take it all, then I gotta get some. Yeah, get some. I it's got to. Almost, it's almost the same sheep mentality that we see in comments sometimes. Like when everybody just starts doing the same thing, I think people just see people getting toilet paper and then everybody was like, oh, toilet paper, toilet paper. Right. They don't even need it like that. I had to go to seven different stores the day before yesterday before I found toilet paper. And I found it at Dollar King and it was like $8. $8? $8? Dollar King? It was eight dollars for twelve rolls, though. That's about the normal price. Oh, okay. I thought they were marked. I thought it was a dollar. They marked it up for Dollar King. Eight dollars is ridiculous. But I was I was willing to pay more than that at Target if I found a, a twelve pack. Well, see, how was how was the tissue? Was it was it smooth on the butt? The tissue. The tissue was flimsy, man. It's, it's trash tissue. <laughs> Yo, did y'all hear about that dude who bought like 17,000 bottles yeah. of sanitizer? That's what I was going to ask you. Like, we all like kind of condemn that guy for doing that. But if stores are marking the price up, ain't they doing the same thing? That I, he was I haven't seen stores doing that. I've seen people buying it and then reselling it higher. But my actual grocery store, things have been the same price. What right. they've actually been doing is like limiting how many you can get. Because I was at the grocery store yesterday. The dude was like, man, we was getting it to where two people get it too. You can get two things, but now we're just doing one. He's like, the toilet tissue should be gone by 8 o'clock. And they're ordering pallets and pallets of it, and it'll be gone by 8 o'clock in the morning. And they open at 7. And that's just when the old people can go. The old people can go from 7 to 8, and regular people can't go to 8. And by the way, I know you got to do the thing, though. Here's the one thing, one of the many things that's weak about this. We was like, yo, this virus just kills old people. Old people were like, bro, I, I want to live. What you want right. to Right. We sound like people. old people don't want to live. They like oh, life, yes. too. <laughs> like, yo, I'm but Black Dynamite. I'm old in the community. But I'm here. <laughs> Bruh. So anyway, that dude with that hand sanitizer, they they crack Amazon cracked down and then he got shamed so he had to give it away. People they he shamed him. Mad too. He was like mad. He was That's selling it for like seventy dollars. 
That's what Bruh, But the thing is, I'm going to tell you, I, I don't agree with him, and I would never do this, but right. capitalism breeds that type of mindset. Yes. Capitalism says, I want to capitalize on this. I got to get rich to take care of my family. It doesn't breed the let, let's, let me make sure somebody else is good. It's like, oh, I can get rich. Like, if you all of a sudden have the thing that people want, right. and you can get more from that's literally America, supply and demand. Let's take a break for our sponsors. <laughs> what up, y'all? Sleep is important, and the quality of your sleep affects the quality of your daily life. Better sleep, better you. As a lot of you guys know, I've been on my weight loss journey. A lot of people have been asking me, Doughboy, how did you lose weight? I tell them the number one thing is, I started getting more sleep. Eight hours of sleep definitely gave me energy for those workouts and kept my appetite under control, so definitely works for me. Now listen to this. The Purple Mattress will probably feel better than anything you've ever experienced because it uses this brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam that I'm used to. The purple material feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus it's breathable so it sleeps cool. It ends up giving you this zero gravity like feel so it works for any sleeping position. You get a 100 night risk free trial. If you're not fully satisfied you can return your mattress for a full refund backed by a 10 year warranty. Free shipping and returns. Free in-home setup and old mattress removal. Now listen to this. You're going to love purple. And right now, our listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text RR to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text RR to 84888. That's RR to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Okay, cool. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Side note. Okay, y'all ready to y'all ready to get into this episode? Let's get into the funny of it all. Okay, so Tony, we got yeah. a couple fun things we're gonna do here. This thing has been going uh kind of doing some numbers on Twitter. People have been coming up with the Mount Rushmore of cereals. Mm -hmm. So whatever your top four cereals are. We're going to talk about them, and we'll all go one at a time. No specific order. You can do it however Let order. Tone go first. Let oh. Tone go first. What's your, your first? first one? On My your, first one? Your you first know. one on the Mount Rushmore of Tony cereals. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is in that thing. Is that your favorite cereal? Uh, that's one of easy. That's one of my favorite cereals. Because uh, I, I don't have a particular favorite, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the top, cream of the crop. Okay, and I'll go next. You already know what TF going on. Raisin brand crunch a, for the 9-9 and the 2000. That's such a bland cereal. Let me tell I you what, no boy. I thought you might say that. When I went to Target yesterday, guess what was sold out? Raisin brand crunch. Really? Them old people went in there at 7 o'clock like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going out with Raisin Bran Crunch on my breath. I'm out of here. Let me ask you this, though. Have you even had Raisin Bran Crunch? I have. It's not bad. I just don't know if it's Mount Rushmore. It's like, good. It's, it's amazing. I like regular uh, Raisin Bran, too. So do I. When Raisin Bran Crunch came out, I shed a tear because now I didn't have to go and add the sugar to it. They added just Wait, enough. Pause. You add sugar to raisin bran? 
<laughs> you I've original raisin bran? What? For the sweetness, Tony. You know it's bran. But you got the raisins in there. The raisin to bran ratio on original raisin bran is too little. Too yeah, much bran. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. Not, Tony, you just said cinnamon toast crunch is your favorite cereal. That is eighty nine percent sugar. I'm, I'm saying you don't need to add the sugar to raisin bran. No, yes, because you do. the bran is kind of bland. There's no. too much bran. <laughs> it, it's basically Wheaties with raisins in it, and it's too much Wheaties. It really is. Not enough raisins at all. You're ruining the experience. I'm not. I'm enhancing the experience. Side note, do you guys eat raisins in anything else other than cereal? Yeah. I eat Oatmeal raisin my... cookies are the best cookies ever. Rice pudding, uh, oatmeal raisin cookies. Uh, what else? I like them in oatmeal, too. Oh, yeah. Oatmeal is fantastic. Love it in oatmeal. All right, so my first one off the board, I think I got to go to the OG, man. The big homie taught me everything about life. Captain Crunch, you heard? Which one? Captain Crunch. Which one? Which one, though? The original. The original. Oh, hell no, man. I was doing the original Captain Crunch. Original Captain Crunch is flames. Keep it. I mean, the roof of your mouth is going to hate you, but it's good. With no berries? Keep that. I'm not really, I don't really, I don't really rock with the berries like that. They cool, and I'll eat them if they there, but I ain't going to go out of my way. And then the oops all berries, that's just berry overload. How you that, gonna call how you gonna call Raisin Bran Crunch bland and then you picking Captain Crunch over the rest of them? City. The taste of Captain Crunch is fire. Dope. Captain Crunch original isn't even in the fair isn't even in the Mount Rushmore of Captain Crunches. Whoa. <laughs> I would you say crunchberries, peanut butter, yes. all berries. All berries. All berries is too much. Maybe it's the fourth. I guess you gotta put the bricks in there on the fourth. Nah. But I would take those three, and if it was only the original, I would not get Captain Crunch. Oh, no, like the original, brick by itself? Original Captain Crunch is flame. Captain no. Crunch wasn't really on the map until he got with the berries. I do miss the peanut butter. I ain't gonna hold you. Ooh, peanut butter was amazing. Peanut butter? Peanut butter was you know what's crazy? I don't like dehydrated peanut butter like in Reese's Cups, mm -hmm. but peanut butter cereal is amazing. I don't I don't agree. I feel like peanut butter cereal is too much. I don't like regular Reese's cups, but I like Reese's pieces and Reese's cereal, but not original Reese's cup. There's entirely too much dehydrated like peanut butter. Peanut butter cups? Hate them. Peanut butter cups is fire, bro. You hate them. The ratio of dehydrated peanut butter to chocolate is too much. Nah. Here's nah. my inherent problem with <laughs> All right, Tony, what's your next cereal? So I was Captain Crunch, Raisin Bran Crunch, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Everything had a crunch. Yeah. Right, Tony, go ahead. It's on you. Boom. Uh, I'm also throwing in my top Mount Rushmore Honey Bunches of Oats. Now we talking, <laughs> Bake. Honey, honey Bunches? Almonds or original? Original. Honey Bunches of Oats. Honey Bunches yes. of Oats. Is Easy. I'm not mad at that. It's Tastes good. It's always cheap, and it and the stats are not ridiculous. It's guilt-free cereal, honey bunches of oats. Now I got a question: Can I do original raisin brand too? Yeah, regular raisin brand number two on the list. Man, did you add cereals? 
bruh, you don't understand. I <laughs> love raising brass. Yeah, be on that toilet, you heard. I be on that on the regular. Really? I I was heartbroken yesterday when they have Raisin Bran Crunch. Never in my life has Raisin Bran Crunch not been available. I freaking love Raisin Bran, bro. It's so good. Nah, Raisin Bran was my only friend in elementary school. He never made fun of me. He walked me home <laughs> safely. I put him in my pocket. I said, Raisin Bran, you'll never hurt me, right? <laughs> Raisin Bran is fantastic. Here we go. Here we go. For my number two. I think I gotta go to the double G, Golden Grams. Golden Grams is a solid cereal, man. Man, when it get when it get like a little soggy, it's a little bit soggy. And you yeah, like, you like rugged <laughs> cereals off the rip though. You like you like aggressive cereals. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we always keep raising. We always keep Golden Grams in the house. Golden Grams is lit. All right, Tone, you're up. All right, I'm back in, back in these streets. I'm going to go. I don't know if this cereal is even still on the shelf. If it is, Waffle Crisp. Waffle Yo, I don't think it's out here anymore. Man. So but can I it, still put that there or no? You absolutely, Tom. Waffle Crisp. Rest in peace to Waffle Crisp. What happened to Waffle Crisp? When they go out? Cereal don't be making no announcement when they leave. They just be gone. And that's a good cereal, man. That oh. was uh, honeycomb. The people who make honeycomb made that. Was it because honeycomb was post, right? Yeah. Honeycomb was fine. Don't sleep on honeycomb. Oh, honeycomb was good. That, that big box though, man. Relax. <laughs> honeycomb was. Yeah, it's post. Post makes waffle crisp. Man, waffle is it still oh, out? It's, there? It stopped. Oh, hold on. They might have came back. They need to come back. Nah, okay, so it it was it launched in 1996 and then uh they started back in 2013, uh, but they stopped in August 2018. Uh, oh man cereals be going out like NFL running backs. They don't even retire. You they just be gone. You know, like NFL running backs, you'd be like, What what happened to Edwin James? He's been gone for three years. <laughs> really? <laughs> they don't get no fanfare, no nothing. They just don't be in the league no more. Out of here. I need a press release, like, yo, we finna get rid of Waffle Crisp. I want to start a petition to save it. Like, I don't be hearing nothing about it. They just be done. They just walk away from the game. Yeah. Okay, so for my third one, I can use ones that y'all said, right? Yeah. Okay, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch crunch to be in everybody's Mount Rushmore. Cinnamon Toast Crunch probably is the most universally loved cereal. Yes. They took the guys off, though. Every time I mention Cinnamon Toast Crunch, it always gets the biggest applause. Every time. I feel like it might be the most famous. I think, like, maybe not the most famous, but the most well-liked universal cereal. Because people feel a way about Raisin Bran. People feel a way about Captain Crunch, Rice Krispies. People are like, all right, I'll take Yeah. I'll take it. And, like, it's it's good to have a, a cereal with cinnamon. Cinnamon is slept on as a spice. No, is it? I don't think Yo. it is. Okay, I know I be trying to act like I'm smart all the time, but I didn't put this together. I made this video yesterday about this guy having a spice cabinet, uh, not having enough spices in his cabinet. And a lot of people were like, yo, you know, like a lot of slavery and genocide happened over spices. And I did not know that. Really? You knew that? I, I, was, I was aware of the, of the spice game because, you know, they always focus on the cotton, but 
the spices were huge, like in early colonial American times. It was all about the spices and the bringing the spices in, the imports. Bro, I read an article that said nutmeg. I read an article last night, though, that said nutmeg has a bloody history. I was like, nutmeg? What did nutmeg ever do to anyone? Bro, they spices were not, but you if you watch like Game of Thrones and stuff, and they were trading spices, bro. Spice was a big thing. Spice was a huge trade, like sugar, raw sugar. That was huge. Really? Like, we don't think about it nowadays because we have access to everything around the globe, like at any time. Like, but back in the day, when strawberries were out of season, there wasn't no strawberries. You can't get them. They're done. <laughs> like, but we now just grow whatever. But like sugar, people who didn't make sugar just didn't have it. So if you had sugar, like, bro, what you want? For the sugar, three humans. All right, like <laughs> literally, bro. And another thing, somebody just said this in the comments. So you know how like Great Britain for a long time colonized like three fourths of the globe. Mm -hmm. I always thought like England was big. When we went and I looked at a map, I was like, Yo, England is tiny. It's small, man. But they it's had colonized small. every day. They was like, Nah, bro, we on this and we on that. Bro, it is Wait, there was bullying. There was bullying people, and there was the small. Bro, country. they had colonized so much of Africa, so much of India, just humongous countries. I mean, they lost a lot of them, but they still have. A, they still got some. <laughs> they held it for a little bit. They did. All right, who next? All right, so no. um, for my third one, I think I gotta go with that as well. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but for a different reason. Not only is it the best. <laughs> the best cereals pound for pound, it gives you the best milk residue afterwards. Oh, yeah. That's, oh. that's low key. Like, it's you drink that, it's like that's a whole nother. Yo, Cinnamon dessert. Toast Crunch, low key, is it, the midnight cereal snack. It's like a dessert. Mm -hmm. It's horchata. Yeah. It absolutely. is horchata, man. It, they had great commercials coming up. I feel like the best cereal commercial was the Rice Krispies. They just was the Snap Crackle Pop. It was the whole thing. But dessert-wise, I mean, I, I'm a big cereal at night guy anyway, especially when I be on the road. I'll be like, man, cereal. It's always available. CVS always be having cereal. Uh, but the, the Midnight Cinnamon Toast Crunch, oh, yeah. Let me ask y'all this before y'all give y'all last one. As an honorable mention, what is your favorite cereal to eat dry? Oh, I got mine. I got mine, too. And it's also my next cereal. Uh, we we'll do that after we do all our picks, though. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, my, final pick. <sighs> this is a tough so, one for me. The final one. The final pick. Uh, I'm kind of. Oh, I'm sorry, Tony. You're 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 up. The final pick, and, and I, I want to add this to the milk. I think the best two milks residue cereals are cinnamon toast crunch and apple jacks. Mm. Apple Jacks is amazing milk. Apple Jacks. That milk after some Apple Jacks. I haven't had Apple Jacks in years. But man, I ain't had Apple Jacks in a long time either. It's so I ain't good. had Tricks in a long time. Man, tricks don't taste the same. Nah. What? They don't what, taste what, the what same. they made the actual fruit shapes? It was. Yeah. That, is that when they fell off? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like a residue on Tricks that I never liked. Oh, uh, the film. The it's film is terrible. It's, it's the bowl. Huh? It like it leaves a residue on the bowl. Yeah, it's like spinning. Um, so my final pick is Honey Nut Cheerios. What? That is a solid cereal. Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. 
Honey nut. I What's wrong with honey nut Cheerios? That's, that's, that's an old person cereal, bro. No, it's not. Honey nut Cheerios. you pick? Kevin. Original Cheerios is, is old. Honey nut, oh, yeah. he, the B was on there. Old nah. people eat the regular Cheerios. Honey nut is when the fun kicks in. You might as well put total on your list or grape nut. No, <laughs> man. <laughs> honey nut Cheerios is sweet. Honey nut, did, did honey nut Cheerios put regular Cheerios out of business? No. Oh. Old people be eating the yellow, the regular yellow box be selling. Yeah. Okay. And let's shoot to advertisement really quickly. Let's All just right. say let's take a just say let's take a break. And let's take a break for our sponsors. Just say that let's take a break. You don't have to add nothing off. How y'all know when you take well, a break? Well, let's take a break. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Now, a lot of y'all know we're in the middle of this quarantine, so I'm quarantined with my bae, Tony. So it's a lot of sex going off. A lot of bang, 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 bang. And Blue Chew makes round two what it do. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It be lit up in here. Now listen to this. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians. So you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code RR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E C H E W dot com promo code R R to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Okay. okay. All right, so go ahead, Kev. I'm having a tough time. Let me walk y'all through my thought process. Okay. These are the ones that I love. And also, I'm struggling because I just ate this. Honey Nut Checks, love. Because that is my favorite dry cereal. Chex is the only cereal that goes like good as a cereal. And then you can put it in the trail mix and it works just as well as a trail mix. Even the savory ones, like the like the Gardetto stuff, it'd be having Chex in there. They'd be like, bro, I've been I, I working two jobs. I work in cereal and I work as snack mix. You know what I'm saying? I got kids. If there's a lot more Chex running around, I got a lot to do. So <laughs> Honey Nut Chex is in there. Uh, honey bunches of oats with almonds is in there. Oh, I forgot about honey bunches of oats with almonds. And my we, last we one that's in there, there we just said that. Lucky Charms. I was see, I was fighting with that one because I'm I'm fighting with that and corn pops. Corn pops is dope. I'm gonna tell you what my guilty pleasure cereal that I don't eat a lot though. You just reminded me. Go uh uh smacks. Honey smacks. Oh. Honey Smacks makes my pee smell awful. I can't do it. It's like when you pee, you pee the the smell of Honey Smacks. And I'm not alone. In the comments, tell me if y'all be experiencing this. The pee be smelling like the cereal, man. I don't know what's up with that. That's asparagus makes your pee smell weird. No, asparagus too. For sure. But I've never had the Diggum Smacks piss. I had... I don't like Smacks because Smacks taste like styrofoam, like little styrofoam pellets. Nah, Honey Smacks is good. The only thing I don't like about Smacks is that they look too much like roaches in the bowl. They do. They do. So to my answer, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, man. Who's the fourth The fourth face on the mountain, kid? Man, I'd probably go Honey Bunches of Oats with almonds. Okay. 
Okay. Those little slivers of almonds, they just brighten up my day. <laughs> this is this is the one that I have. This is the dilemma of the three that I'm having. And one of these might surprise you guys. But but one is definitely Lucky Charms. One is definitely Corn Pops. The third one is regular cornflakes. Oh, regular, you, you sitting here. No, but listen, regular cornflakes, regular cornflakes with sugar on it is fire. Just regular cornflakes, not frosted. <laughs> Tone is that. something about it that is really, really, where'd he go? He just left. He's gone, bro. It's really, really good. But, <laughs> but. If I had to, <laughs> the thing that I could say is. Wait, why don't you just eat Frosted Flakes then? It's just something about my, I don't know, my childhood just eating regular Corn Flakes and you just put a couple little things of sugar. It's just. Nah, man. Nah. But, I don't but, see how you can clown these other cereals. You can't clown nothing. No, nah, because regular Corn Flakes is a very nostalgic feeling. But if I had to pick one out of those three. I probably go corn pops because corn pops, it's an easy chew. Corn it's pops. An easy chew. Good. I love corn pops. While you're talking, I think the most overrated cereal is Frosted Flakes. I, I you know overrated? what? I, I outgrew Frosted Flakes. The sugar is just too much. The sugar is in as a child, I, I liked it. But as an adult, I'm like, man, this is like yeah, it's too, it's much, too much, man. You can feel your teeth like, please, let me catch my breath, Black Dynamite. You can, you can hear your teeth saying that. What's y'all worst cereal? What's, what's the cereal you hate? I want to do an uh, honorable oh, yeah. mention that almost made the mountain, but it, right. we, we fumbled the, the stone equipment. The dry the, cereal. Uh, oh, my dry cereal is uh, Reese's Puffs. Mm, that is a good one. Oh, Reese's Puffs. I can do this all day with Reese's Puffs. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Man. Um, and then my honorable mention cereal would be Frosted Mini Wheats. Yo, those are the perfect blend. Oh, my God. The only problem with it is at the end, it's just not enough to get into the spoon. It's all, like, separated and stuff. Yeah. Then when you get to the bottom of the box, it's just a whole bunch of shreds. Yeah, it's like, come on, man, you had enough. Don't throw us in the bowl. We still valid, man. We still out here. Please. <laughs> Frosted mini wheats, but they are they are milk resistant. That the oh, milk yeah. be going through. They be like, man, get off me. Yeah, 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 yeah. They be, be taking a long time for those to soften up. Yeah. I think my my honorable mention and the one that I would eat a la carte would be Cookie Crisp. Oh my God. How did I forget about that? Cookie crisp is lit. They're cookie cookies, crisp. They're just cookies. But it's lit and they crisp though. You said that was a, like that was a problem with that, Tone. <laughs> I you love. Can't, you can't be claiming you a cereal when you just cookies. They yeah. are just literally cookies with like more air pockets in them, so they That's flow. <laughs> you know, ain't, no, ain't nobody ever had a delicious bowl of grape nuts. Grape nuts is the cereal I was gonna say is the absolute worst. We were on Wick growing up. And that was one of the cereals that you could get. And I was like, man, just let us starve, man. I'd rather starve. <laughs> Grape nuts is, it's just like small little rocks. They didn't really taste like, it had no, it was though. Man, I wanted to go out and work. Like, man, <laughs> Grape nuts was, we always had Grape nuts. I was like, mom, why don't we have a better life? Man. I work in a steel mill before I eat Grape nuts, man. It's terrible. Grape nuts is trash. But Kicks was kind of trash too, though. And they kind of paraded around like it was better. 
But Kicks was trash. Kicks was trash, man. But it was kid tested, mother approved. <laughs> Kicks might be like my worst one. Like Great Nuts, I never expected much from them. But when you put when you put Great Nuts in like homemade protein bars, they're great. But Kicks, nah, man. <laughs> I used to put a lot of sugar on Kicks, and they would be straight. All right, moving right along. We had some homework over the weekend to watch a particular program, and we told everybody we was – are we giving away spoilers on this? Oh, yeah. We told everybody to watch it, so I hope you did. But if you did not, now is your time to maybe shift away from the program. Um, Madam C.J. Walker has a um, – Octavia Spencer led a Starfield cast of a uh, of a limited series. What do they call these? It's called self-made. Self-made. But what limited do they call series. it? A limited series. Yeah. A limited series. Four episodes. What, what did you guys feel about self-made? My first thoughts are this. Here's the thing. I thought I knew a lot about Madam C.J. Walker. I did not. I didn't know anything. I knew just the very top level. I knew she sold hair care products. I knew she popularized the hot comb. I knew she was the first female millionaire. I knew all that, but I didn't know a lot more. I didn't know she didn't really get started until like, she only really basically had a good 10 year run. Yeah, she was in there and out of there kind of quick. When she, she died young. She died and young. I didn't know she died young. Like I, I didn't really, I, I never really, you know, put that much together like but also in that time period well not that time but people were dying young a lot a lot more uh early in time the mortality rate has has risen and risen and risen um but i did not know she was out here getting after it right she was she was definitely getting getting to it um I, i i had a lot of good takeaways from it i loved uh tiffany haddish i love seeing her in this like in this in this role, like you know what I'm saying, just like in a different gear. Um, it, I mean, I know she's definitely hilarious, but seeing was her, she in a I'm, different gear though? Yeah, it felt different to me. No, nah, I think it was Tiffany Haddish in a period piece. Yeah, to me, it felt like it wasn't like she was just providing just the comic relief. I felt like it was more character based. Like I never seen her like really like acting acting. I thought that she did a great job with her. With it, her actor, it, I was it, like, oh. It was like a nine. She didn't ratchet up the ratchet, but it was Tiffany. It was absolutely one. All I saw was Tiffany. I was like, oh, this is Tiffany Haddish in a movie. I didn't yeah. feel that way. I, I kind of was like lost in her I, I, This isn't necessarily a, a that, that uh, that's like that for a lot of actors. Right. And I like Tiffany, so I'm not like upset. Like, I feel like they cast Tiffany to be the light, the levity in the movie. Right. But she was 100% Tiffany Haddish. Absolutely. 1,000, especially when she was doing the dance thing. Like, that was just, that was literally like what she did. Probably on improv that, too. That probably wasn't even in the script. Ah. Yeah, I, I think she definitely killed it. And then Blair Underwood is aging gracefully. He oh, is. I'm like, bro, he looked the same like he looked to set it off. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, man. Him? I feel like Mount Rushmore of non-aging people, Blair Underwood, <laughs> Angela Bassett, Lorenz. Lorenz Tate is 817 years old. <laughs> Maxwell. Maxwell, Holly Berry, <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Look at, uh, even in that same movie, Bill Bellamy don't age. Bill, Bill Bellamy. Bellamy looks exactly the same. Not age at all. But Blair, bro, 
Set it off was what, 96 maybe? Yeah, 96. Bro, he looks just <laughs> like that. I'm like, Jesus, that looks great. <laughs> it, it, it is like insane. I'm like, bro, you know that was, I said, Blair, this cab, what's up? You know that was 20, 30 years ago, bro. 96. What have you, what is your serum? Water. 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 He must, he's, he's, he's killing it in that area. So. He was amazing in that film. He was good. He was really good in this movie, man, because he started out like, you know, oh, this is a good dude, man, supportive, and then you see his support slowly chip away little by little by little by little. Yo. And then the resentment kicks unpopular in. Unpopular opinion? Madam CJ had it coming. She did. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you have the whole formula. That was the that was the messed up part. I found myself rooting for her all the way up until the part where she was like, "He knows that I." She knows that I stole the uh, the recipe. I was like, That's oh, when I why did it? Like you stole it? She didn't even say she thinks she might have an idea. She knows I stole it. Yeah, and then she thought she told the lady. That she was like, "Well, I tried to work with you. You could have been so great together." I was like, "Can't just steal it though." Because how, no. how they were able to distract you was when uh, Carmody Jogo hit her with the, with the look how you look. And then, so everybody's going to be like, oh, this is what we doing. So now you're rooting for Madam CJ. But at the end of the day, she stole this woman's formula. Bruh, I was waiting for the rest of the movie for her to either get sued or publicly shaved. She was just like, oh, well, we're out here. That's kind of the weird part. I know that didn't happen in real life. And that's a lot of people's complaints. They took a lot of liberties, like, with it. But she was like, when uh, when uh, Addie was like, you stole my phone, she was like, listen, man, you got to let bygones be bygones, man. I can't. You know, man, we got a lot of stuff going on. Like, and then she was like, go. all right. She was like, you got to let this go. I was like, legally, she has an argument. <laughs> he has a legitimate argument. You she literally just walked away. She literally part. just turned around and walked away. And she was like, okay, see ya. The messed up part was when she started making her own, I was just like, I thought for a second, like, is it that easy just to come up with hair growing formulas that anyone? It's that easy it? when you feel it. <laughs> it's mad easy when you when you stole the formula. It really felt like the founder. It felt like it, oh, it, that no. energy. Have y'all seen the founder? Yes. It, it felt the same way. I love that movie, man. If y'all haven't seen you the something. founder, watch it. It's on uh, it's on something right now. Nah, we talking about it. It's it's been enough time. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you what, and this is my honest thing. I may never become the millionaire billionaire type person. I don't think I have that cutthroat business in me. Me neither. I can't do it, bro. Right. And I didn't even have it when I worked at the bank. Like the late I know I told the story before, maybe I've done it on the bonus episode. One of my personal bankers was on some nefarious activities, tricking people into loans, cashing. She was getting $20,000, $30,000 bonus checks, putting those into CDs at Bank of America. Then when she got caught up, she just quit because she wasn't doing anything illegal. Mm. It was just super shady. And then her customers came back. She quit and went to a new job. And I was like, bro, I live here. I, I live here. I can't do people wrong. Like, if it was like, if I had something that would, like, make me a $20 million, but it crushed your career tone and you double boy into here, I would be like, nah, man, I don't need I don't even need $10 million. Man, just let me get like million. I That's, couldn't do it, bro. I still wouldn't be able to rest. Yes. Well, wait, wait, hold on. But but if you got 
ten million in the bank, bro. I can't. I, I can't. can't. I feel my soul. That's my. That's my whole. My soul. I need people. I would rather like. Okay, so I don't want to make this sad, but when Kobe died, and his reputation was like, these are all the amazing things he did that you never even heard about. Like this guy was great. Blah blah blah. I would rather that be my story than Kev died and like, man, Kev died. He actually beat me out of a thousand dollars. He tricked me. He was a slumlord. Like, bro, your reputation is. I'm like Marlo. My name is my yeah, name. Bro, but if you look at some of the biggest things, if you just look at something as simple as McDonald's and Facebook, they were Absolutely. all stolen from somebody. They were, and and those people are villains. To get to billionaire status, they say you can't become a billionaire without screwing some people over. I believe that's 100%. I think you can get a million dollars clean now. I don't think you can get a billion dollars. Like Jeff Bezos, bro. Oh, yeah. Come on, bro. You they, think- They never want to talk about that first million. No, bro. They, billion? To get a billion, bro, you got to be on some Dr. Evil type stuff. Hold on. Let's, just take, a real, let's take a real quick uh, break for our advertisements. Beastbody On Demand is an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to over 1,300 super effective workouts. Everybody knows we can't go out and go to the gym. All the gyms are closed these days, but I still got goals. I'm trying to get to 225. That's why every day I'm getting up and I'm doing morning meltdown 100. It's keeping me tight, getting my air going, getting me a good little sweat in the house, and keeping me on track for my goals. Now, listen to this. Suit it for anybody at any time. The secret to getting results is getting started. This is the company behind P90X, Insanity, and 21 Day Fix. Now check out some of Beastbody's newest programs like Morning Meltdown 100 and 80 Day Obsession and start every day strong. Workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment. In the time it takes you to drive and park at the gym, you can be finished working out. Now listen to this. I really want you to try this service because I know that you can get to the weight loss goals that you want to get to and you can get the body that you deserve. Now, right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text RR R &R. to 303030 You will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, and support. Totally free. Again, just text RR to 303030. RR to 303030. I'm going to stop. I'm going to put this through. <laughs> Transitions to the ass. <laughs> so that was the thing that was tough for me because I spent the whole movie thinking that, what was the lady's name? Adi or Adele? Adi Monroe. Adi Monroe. I spent the whole movie hating her. Thinking she was like color shaming people. <laughs> like, and I was just that's like, that's how they got you. That's how they got you to root against her. Cause it's like, oh, color shaming? Oh, cause she ain't beautiful enough. Okay. <laughs> Yo, Tony said this in the group chat, and I did not even think about it. Tony said in Addie Monroe's story, uh, CJ, Madam CJ Walker is the villain. Yep. All day. And I was like, oh my. She absolutely, if you told that story the other way, right. Madam C.J. Walker is absolutely the villain. Absolutely. Side note, Octavia Spencer is dope. Yeah. She's she never good. been in something that I didn't like. She yeah. be like putting on clinics. Yeah. I be like, she can really, She's really act. I love the movie Octavia overall. Spencer. I just hated how I was duped. I was just like, 
Because by the time you figured out she was the villain, they was rolling the credits and being like, all right, we out of here. Go ahead, Tony. You got something to say about Octavia Spencer? Oh, Octavia Spencer, she – that's what you're supposed to do. When you win an Oscar, you're supposed to be in everything. After. Yes. And Octavia Spencer like, thank you, Academy. Let's get on this lot. Right. She's been filming consistently ever since. And I think that's where Monique should be as well if she would have played the Oscar situation normal. Absolutely. And I think it started producing some stuff too. Like she flipped it and she went the Sam Jackson route. Monique yeah. was like the cash me out route. And they were like, but no. And you know, a lot of Oscar people that have like the dude from, um, he didn't. He was nominated for an Oscar, but the the guy who said I'm the captain now in in that oh, yeah. he got nothing after that. Right. Really? Yeah, but he was just like, "There's no roles for me, bro." He didn't have money to get to the Oscars, but the movie, the production company had to pay for him to fly just to be at the Oscars. And his is tough because he has a he the, his look. It's hard to cast him and stuff. Very specific look. Are you guys Very talking about specific? No, I was just saying he has a specific look. You wouldn't no, want to see him as a I'm romantic saying, lead? Huh? You wouldn't want to see him as a romantic lead? No. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not a jerk, though. Yo, dog, you are... Tony just didn't say nothing. You were like... <laughs> Here's my thing, man. I'm going to be honest, guys. I enjoyed learning about Madam C.J. Walker. I enjoyed the acting performances from a lot of the characters. I didn't enjoy the overall series as much as I thought I was going to. Me neither. I thought I was going to be blown away. I kept looking at Melissa. I was like, I feel like I just, I, th- I need something else. Like, I was yeah. just expecting something. I, I honestly felt like I might have enjoyed it more as a straight-up documentary Mm-hmm. Uh, to just learn about it, but there was just so many storylines. Like I just, it was I, a lot. It was I a lost lot. interest in a lot of stuff, and this stuff just didn't like the Tiffany Haddish's husband character. His bad activities, it, it just he never even really gave them the most bad stuff. Like I was like, bro, you gave her like a couple sales, ain't like who cares? Like I don't care about that. If you don't give up the formula, who cares? Like you need to give up the Krabby Patty formula. Like I just was. I honestly, when I was watching it, I was like, I'm only going to finish this all because I want to talk about it on the podcast and have seen everything. But yeah. like in the first episode, the boxing thing, I was like, what is it? Stop now, doing I, that. Now, I didn't understand. I was like, what is, why are they doing this? I wanted them to, I will stop it. I don't, stop. Just stop doing that. I don't like that. I don't like it. I didn't like the directorial style either. That's, no, that's my man. biggest gripe was like how they how they put it together and like that boxing ring and sometimes they would throw in some modern music but then they would throw in the old it's music. The soundtrack, I did it, and I see. I told Melissa the same thing, Tone. In in the Great Gatsby, they did that too. They had a hip hop soundtrack with a different period piece, but the music matched. The music right. buses, I was like, yo, why do y'all, what is this music? Yeah, I did, I did say that a, a few times in it. And I think my biggest knock on the film overall, or the series overall, was like, like kind of like what Kev said, it just felt a little anticlimactic. It was like, they took you all the way to the cliff and just set you yeah. down and showed you how to walk down the stairs. Like, okay. It kind of fizzled out towards the end. By the way, I want to go back to Blair. Tone, you're right, man. He played the the supportive husband, I got your back. He played the, like, 
husband getting stepped on, right, and right. she was punking him left and right. Whoa. Shut up. Yeah. Your ads are dumb. And shut up again. And your ads are dumb. And I mortgaged the house without you. Like, and she then when he was drunk, crazy. When he was uh, drunk and he cost her the thing. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, and I, I and I'm not giving him a cheating pass, but you see why he did it. He tried to resist. He tried to resist for as long as he could. Right. That, that and girl they actually showed that Octavia Spencer was cooking early. He said she cooked early, and then as time progressed, they never showed her cooking again. Yeah. I thought that was interesting, but he was hanging in there. He was just like, and that girl stayed on him, like, yo, come come out with us tonight. He just like, well, it was so well, she, why don't she come too? Now she's sitting there thinking and, and, and eating and being in her thoughts. And then it, he was was, a, it was definitely like a weird, like not like a weird thing, but it was an interesting, like in seeing the energies between Blair's character and her character, because a lot of the movies she would just be like stepping on him and telling him what to do. But then he'd be like, you got two weeks to figure this out. And she'd be like, okay. And then she would like listen to it. So, But see, the only thing about shit. that is though, though, that she was already doing that because it was her business. Right. Like she didn't need him to say that. She was already like, she was absolutely like, this is my company, not ours. This is my company. And that's what I liked about her, bro. I love to watch somebody hustle. Oh and yeah. She stole the formula, but bro, Addie went out there in the streets we're like, the like we're, we're celebrating thieves. She stole it. We do that all the time. <laughs> we celebrate thieves all the time. If it's gonna be a black woman stealing. I mean, I know she had to steal for another black woman, but listen, we wouldn't have beauty salons if it was for Madam CJ. <laughs> this is the thing that, that pisses me off because if they would, if if, if uh, Annie May wasn't stubborn, they could have worked together and really made a true oh, empire. Right. And another thing I didn't like about this movie, they didn't show, like when you talk about a, a biopic or whatever, show the real come up. I want to see Madam CJ getting that money moving into her next place. Yep. Show me the money make and the transition in wealth. I want to see that. I yep. want to see the checks rolling in. She's like, oh, man, we could, we could get a new spot. I want to see the new spot purchase. You know what? The thing about her, she, she thinks like I, in a lot of ways, all she's ever thinking about is the next thing, the next deal. Right. Like, I don't need a factory to stunt. I need a factory because if I got a factory, I could make, make this much more. And then right. all of a sudden, she got the whole estate to where you could have a whole uh, conference at your house yeah. and your next-door neighbor with, with the Rockefellers. And show, us, show us that a little bit more. Show us that I can afford this now. Well, hey, I can well, why do you think thing. they didn't do that? Because they had four hours. They had time. They had the time. They had the time. <laughs> and then I don't like the fact at the end of it, at the end of it, they shoved that little girl in that they kind of adopted. They just shoved her in real quick. Yeah, I was just like, they're adopting children. I was just like, why y'all rush this right here? And it was right after she found out she was getting ready to die. I'm getting ready to die. Well, let me adopt a child. Like, why? I just did not care about that kid. I was like, man, who cares? Shut up. And also, shut up. They shoved it in real quick. They're like, we're running out of time on the script. This is the last episode. Show everybody in. <laughs> so what are y'all giving it? So out of five, what are y'all giving it total if you had to score it on a rating system? I'm giving it, uh, I'm giving it probably three saxophones out of five. That's what I'll say. I enjoyed it for a lot of the information as 
not as much for the entertainment. And then I, Melissa was like, yo, actually, this was like really historically inaccurate. And I was like, really? <laughs> was like, yeah, she was like, man, I was reading some articles. She never did that with Booker T. Washington. I was like, I didn't buy that anyway. I, I felt like that was some Hollywood. And they made Booker T. a straight villain as well. Yeah, that dude who played him is great, though. He's always Every good. What's time. his name? His name is uh, Roger uh, Genevieve Smith or something oh, like that. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, wait, wait, uh, wait. But this can't be two things. It can't be I'm giving it credit because of all the things I learned if it taught you lies. No, no, I'm talking about the stuff I, I learned I learned that was accurate about her, like, come up and how she had to do it and stuff like that. Right, okay. Uh, but apparently, Addie never followed her to St. Louis. And I remember watching that thinking, I just don't think somebody would do that. Like, back then? Like, how would you even know that's where she went? And right. to find her in the... I was... I, I, when I was watching, I was like, that seems like, you know, Hollywood's... And that's my thing. Like, why did that... She had enough obstacles in real life I don't know the Addy, the light skin, dark skin, pretty girl, big girl dynamic the more, was. The more, the more I think about that, the more trash I think that that was, how they painted her as a victim and she was a thief in the end. Well, I think in every Hollywood movie, though. Yeah. Because she really did want to work. She really did want to work with Addie Mae. And she was like, yo, I, and I can, I can help, you know, with your business. Just give me a chance. And then she proved, proof of concept, yo, I can sell the product, I can be a good salesman. Addie Mae was stubborn, like, no, nah, man, just do, stay in your lane, do my line. And that then, was so cold, too. That was cold. She was like, don't I have some dirty pennies? That's man. you do. You, I, I had. And it kind of justified how we can take down more smoothly how she stole from Hattie Mae because how she treated it. But no, do y'all wish, wish you would have just they would have showed the stealing as it happened? Yes. Like, you can't give me, uh, like, on the fourth episode of, uh, you can't give me in the fourth hour and be like, oh, yeah, I've been wrong all along. It's kinda, it it, it kind of implied it a little bit because she had taken the tins, and the next thing you know, she's in the house. But they implied that she was working on it, but she was just trying to, uh, to uh, what's the word, improve it. She wasn't starting from scratch. Right. right. I just feel like it's just... The more that I think about it, like you can't paint somebody a certain way for three of the four hours and then three hours and 20 minutes, like, oh yeah, they're a thief though. <laughs> like, but here's the thing, I think here's why they got away with it. Madam CJ still did a lot of work. It wasn't like she took that and then like she added the hot comb, she added the stuff, she built the infrastructure, she did a lot of other stuff on top of the stealing. Not gonna, you know, she did do that. I'm pretty stealing. sure the dude from the founder came out with nuggets, Supersized fries and all that, but he stole McDonald's. Ray Kroc <laughs> is a complete villain. That was a complete. This is the same type of thievery. He's no, white. Here's the thing. And, and Madam CJ didn't come up with the hot comb because old girl was you. Was she using the hot comb on? Yeah, no, she didn't come up. I say she was. She pop. See, she didn't. She popularized it. She didn't come oh, up. Yeah. With Absolutely, this is actually worse than the founder because on the founder, at least the dude that came, he was working with them in some level. She came and tried to work with her and like sell her stuff. And she told her, no, you can't sell it. She went behind her back, did it. She still said no. She was like, oh, I'll just steal it then. <laughs> That's the same thing he did in the founder, though. He I know, but what thing. I'm saying is it's worse because at least they had a working relationship. She told her no from the beginning. <clears throat> she did have a working relationship. No, she, but she wasn't oh, no. selling her stuff at all. She was just using her products. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> she just went right. from 
you ain't gonna let me work with you? Well, I, I'm gonna take it and get it without you. <laughs> That Listen, was bro. messed up, bro. I think the founder is worse, though. The founder, the founder is absolutely worse. He did is worse. Well, because he, McDonald's is that much bigger. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Just because he didn't give the brothers in the end when he could have legally gave them more, he was like, no, no, they just get this, these little scraps, the which Royal is a lot of money for us, but scraps to, compared to what they were. All she gave her in this end was, you need to get over this. Hold on, hold on. He took. He literally took their name, to where they couldn't use their own name. Right. And then, and then, when they opened up a restaurant with a big M, he shut that. He opened a McDonald's across the street. Bro, it gets God. no worse than the founder Ray Kroc. Yo, first of all, in McDonald's as a kid, I remember reading the story of McDonald's, and it was Ray Kroc's story. There was no mention of the McDonald's brothers. Right. Ray Kroc said the difference when the dude he gave the dude the heart attack, uh -huh. brought him the flowers, and was like, I want y'all to come change the name, you understand me? And he said, The difference between me and you is if your if your enemy was drowning, you'd pull him out. I would take a water hose to his mouth. Bro. I don't have that in me, bro. I could not do that. Me neither, man. I definitely, I felt so bad for the McDonald's brothers and they was just sitting in there, especially the one in the hospital bed. And I was just like. Bro, he was like, man, it's leaving. My health is, my health is in jeopardy. And Ray Kroc was like, yeah, do you want to die over this? That was great. <laughs> and the McDonald's bad. brothers, they were so pure and just good dudes. It'd be the good ones. Yo, let me, let me just say this about McDonald's. This is the coldest thing ever. The dude started owning the land that the McDonald's was built on and made his company McDonald's Realty and made so much money, he was like, yes, I stole it. But if you sue me, I have more money now. Should have sued me earlier. Now I can just bleed you dry. <laughs> no. The game is rigged because once you got money, if you ain't got money to fight it, you just gonna lose. Like Diddy, bro. Diddy and the whole Mace thing, Diddy just didn't say anything about that. Like Mace was like, yo, what about my publisher? Diddy was like. <laughs> take that, take that. And then we just forgot. And then Diddy went back to his regular life. Mace never said, actually, Diddy gave my publishing. No, he just was like. <laughs> what are you going to do? I couldn't do that, bro. Nah. Yeah. It's never, it's never worth it to me, man. Because I, I wouldn't be able to rest. My, my state, my peace of mind is very important. Yeah, and I just wouldn't have that if I shaded people just to get to the top. I'd be like, man, but they homeless now. I'd be like, ah, you can eat my soul, man. I'd be like, ah, you know what is the money? <laughs> she was cut through through that movie. I also watched Knives Out. I wanted to talk to you guys about that too, but Kev wants to talk about it on another platform. Knives Out is amazing. Let me tell you what, Knives Out and Curb Your Enthusiasm, some of those things are so well written. I just be like, I, sh I should just act. I can't, no, I, I can't write like that. I'm I just, literally in the middle of writing the movie with you two in it, and you told me to watch this for reference, and I really watched this like, y'all want me to write a movie after this? I, I just don't think I'm good enough to do Like, that movie had me on the edge of my seat up until the last minute of it, it was two hours and 10 minutes. Boy, save that for a spoiler alert for the Patreon only. I want to talk to you about something that I know is not in there. What's that? So me and my kids and my wife have been watching uh, 
a lot of movies, basically a movie every night. Have y'all seen, or do you remember the villain in the first Ace Ventura? Oh, Sean Young? Ray Finkel, the, I don't know, the actor. Is it the, is it the woman? Yes. Uh-huh. Bro, that whole move, the whole villain is the, that guy's a man. I was like, oh, that would not fly today. It's a lot of stuff that I watched it. Black twist. Oh, Tone. I had forgot. I mean, it been. I literally watched it once or twice when it first came out. I never revisited it. Uh, oh, the whole thing is he turns around and he's got balls and chains tucked under. I was like, <laughs> my kids were like, oh, whoa, whoa. That twist was so funny, man. Yo, it had whole balls. Big, turned upside. I was like, oh, I do not remember this at all. <laughs> Man, Jim Carrey is a hit for little kids. We watched Dumb and Dumber. Man, they were dying laughing. What happened to Jim Carrey? Nothing. Nothing happened to him. Where is he now? He's Sonic the Hedgehog, no boy. That looks <laughs> terrible. My wife loves Sonic the Hedgehog. Jim Carrey, have you seen Sonic, though? I said it looks terrible. Jim Carrey kills it in Sonic. My wife said it is amazing. She says she had a great time. I can't, I can't say it was amazing. Carrie was great. This is the same movie that they had dropped the trailer and it was so abysmal, they went back and reshot parts of the movie, right? No, they just changed the look of Sonic. Yeah. So so he's back in that in that funny, funny bag? Yeah. Because what was the last funny movie Jim Carrey really did? I don't know. It's been a while. It's been You've a while. He's been painting right? mostly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he hasn't had a really funny movie in maybe 15 years. Listen, 15 is probably, you probably exaggerate. I think, no, probably, I think the last funny movie with him was Fun with Dick and Jane, which was definitely a slept on movie. Bro, right? did you know Dumb and Dumber, the mat, they came out, and the mask came out the same year? Oh, he yeah. was killing. At, at he one had like three yeah, huge Dumb movies in the same all like close proximity. Actually, the Dumb, Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, and Ace Ventura all came out in 1994. Are you yeah. serious? All three came out in 1994. Yep. Hold on. Let me let me see the last funny movie he did. Okay, let me go back. He had a he had an Eddie Murphy uh, rise. He did. Yeah. It was, he was, it was like quick, fast, and just rapid. Uh, Fun with Dick and Jane was 2005. So that's about 15 years. The number 23 was 2007. I know that's not a comedy. Yes, man. I don't remember him. I don't remember that at all. He was in Mr. Popper's Penguins a few years ago. That was 2011. But was that good? I don't know. I don't remember that being really I haven't funny. seen it. Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, that yeah. Did y'all see it? I didn't see it. No boy, you can't really you can't really knock Jim Carrey if you haven't seen the movies. I haven't. Have you seen Dumb and Dumber too? I, I I don't watch a lot of his movies, but I'm just saying you can't say he hasn't been in the funny movies if you haven't seen anything he's done. Well, Mr. Pooper's Penguins. I mean, who really seen that? But you but you didn't see it is what I'm saying. You can't no be like yo man, he ain't been in nothing funny. Nobody always takes what people are saying about it as if, as, as, and then he just be jumping on that. But nah, he don't man. personally say, I saw all those and I didn't like them. He'd be like, 
if a lot of people weren't saying this was funny, then I'm going to agree that this is not funny. The last movie of his that I really enjoyed comedically was Fun with Dick and Jane. That's the thing Tony's saying. If you watched all his movies and said you didn't, like whether a lot of people like it or not, and whether you didn't like it are two separate things. You didn't see the movie, so you can't say I didn't enjoy the last 15 if you haven't seen the last 15 years. Well, no, the only, the only ones I haven't seen in the past couple of years is Dumb and Dumberer and Mr. Pooper's Penguins. And I was just like, well, Penguins. what is everyone else saying about those two films? Because it ain't like I just heard they was just killing it and great. Did you, did you see Lemony Snicket and the, the blah, blah, blah and the Christmas Carol joint? I think I did see that. Bro, listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this run of movies. 94 Ace and Tour Pet Detective. 94 The Mask. 94 Dumb and Dumber. 95 Batman Forever. I know that movie is critically panned, but he was hilarious in it. 96 Cable Guy. 97 Liar Liar. 98 Truman Show. 99 Man on the Moon. 2000 Me, Myself, and I are in. That's, that's, that's six years of straight hits. Then 2000 How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which he was amazing in. 2001, The Majestic. 2003, Bruce Almighty, which I thought it was really funny in. 2004, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind and Lemony Snicket. 2005, Fun with Dick and Jane. And then it kind of tapers off after there. The number 23, which I really like, but people didn't like. Horton Hears a Hugh, Yes Man, I Love You, Philip Morris, Christmas Carol, Mr. Popper's Penguins, Incredible Burt Wonderstone, uh, Dumb and Dumber 2, Bad Batch, Dark Crimes, Kidding, and Songs of the Hedgehog. I forgot about me, myself, and Irene. That's one of my favorite movies. He was time. funny in that. He was he he was making the faces in the Grinch. He was doing all the. That's Patrick's favorite Christmas movie. I didn't really like uh, the cinematography on that movie. Me, myself, and Irene. No, uh, the Grinch. I didn't like the way it looked. What was wrong with it? I don't know. It's just, I I didn't like the way the way it looked. Like the 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 visual like. Same thing with a uh, hook. I don't like the way hook looks. Mm. You I don't like, you like the movie? Nah. Rufio! I, I didn't like hook, man. I didn't like Robin Williams as Peter Pan. He was kind of big to be Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> he's too he's too hippie. He's got hips and it's just he's hairy. You can't be Peter Pan, dog. Side note. I just see Don Johnson and Knives Out. Where he been? He was in The Watchmen. He was great in it. Yes, he was in The Watchmen. I gotta go he back. He was also in Django Unchained. Was he? Really? Yes. I feel like he ain't done much since Miami Vice. No, he was he was in uh he's having like a resurgence. He had that show Nash Bridges years ago. And then uh he was in Django. He was in uh like I said, the Watchmen knives out. I feel like he's getting like a resurge. He's definitely get a resurgence. Mm-hmm. He was good in Knives Out, man. He was. That was a good. That was a good ensemble, man. Chris so Evans good. killed it. Right. Uh, Daniel Craig killed it. The main, the main girl was just like, yo, who's this girl? Her eyes. I was just like, um, who else? Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis, Curtis was good in it too. Jamie Lee Curtis. Everybody in it was good. So I watched all the James Bond with Daniel Craig. Meh, two you know absolute butt. You know I've never watched you know that. Casino Royale was good. Uh, Skyfall was was really good. Uh, Quantum of Solace was absolutely butt. butt. So you saying he's two? He's two for two. He's, he's two, two for two. two. He's two for two. 
hate, I mean, I absolutely hate it. Uh, Spectre was okay, but Spectre, I just, Christoph Waltz is amazing to me. So I tend to like things he's in because I freaking just love Christoph Waltz. He is, he is the best villain working right now. Him and Javier Bardem. Oh, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem, I am terrified of that man. That dude plays of he's the villain in Skyfall and he was in No Country for Old Men. He was just relit. He was like he was like Michael Myers in No Country for Old Men. He Have was you seen like, No Country for Old Men though? Yes. He that is one of the best villains of all time. Oh my easy. God. Easy. It was just crazy. I need to watch it again. And then he was he was a villain in uh, one of the Pirates of the Caribbean joints. He oh, was, he was. Yep. He's a great villain. He was. <laughs> that, I think that was my favorite. Which one was was he? It was Dead Man Tell well, Tales. I think it was the last Pirates movie. Because they made so many of them, you just lost track. They made a lot. <laughs> Hold on, what was which one was he in? Yeah, Jim it was Antenna Tales. Yeah, he was dope in that. He is terrifying, man. That guy. Jesus Christ. He will kill you, man. He will kill you. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of movie villains. Ooh. Anton Shigur is on my mind. He Rushmore. is good, man. Man, listen. Oh my God. I don't be knowing these people's real names. I'll be like, who? <laughs> I'll be here. Anton Shakur is, is the character's name in No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Wait, are you doing the actor or the or the actual the movie villain? I'm doing the movie villain. Okay. Movie villain, Anton Shakur is on my Mount Rushmore. No Country for Old Man villain. I'm putting. Okay. Christoph Waltz, I don't remember his character, but. Him in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Man. What made, made him such a and I'm I'm not really a fan of soft villains. Yeah. Like cause he, he was a soft dude. I'm more partial to the villains that are formidable in like every way. Like Anton. He can kill you with his bare hands or he can shoot you, whatever. Kristoff, he's charming. He'll come in there and hit you with the flippity flop of the languages. He's trilingual. He's pouring the milk. And having oh, a good I loved it, Tony. Get shot to pieces. I loved it, Tony. It was like you thought he was just ordering a pastry with milk. He's going to kill you, man. And then he, he went out like a sucker in the end. He did. The Joker. The Joker. He ledgers the Joker. Well, I want to get mine, too. Who is your turn? Part? Oh, Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Okay. And Carlito. and Carlito's way. Oh. Okay. No boy loves that movie, man. Oh, that's my favorite movie of all time. And Heath Ledger in uh, as the Joker. Okay. So um, who else can I put on there? I'm putting Thanos on that Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm throwing Thanos on that mountain, man. He was perfect. Put, I'm gonna put Madam C.J. Walker in self-made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting Ray Kroc on my mountain. Oh, he's great, Tone. Kroc. Can I, can I put Denzel from Training Day? He's a villain, right? Yeah. 
He was good, man. What made him so dope in training day was that you you wasn't quite sure if he was a villain or not until he set Jacob in that bathtub with the essays. Then you were like, oh, he really is a villain. Booty cheeks clean. I thought Jake was out of there. Me too. The Mexican and see that's why have, being a good person, having integrity, saved your life, bro. Saved his uh, life. The dude who played Tuco in Breaking Bad, he was so yeah, bro. And Houston, Houston, bro. Yeah, bro. I was like, you are dead, man. The messed up part was that they really was playing a game of cards with him, planning to murder him moments later. Yes. <laughs> murder? Yeah. Murder who? You, Jake. They about to throw him on the grill. That's why I like Denzel, because I don't be knowing movies. I don't be, like, figuring them out. I did not realize he was setting Jake up the whole time until yeah. the end. I was like, oh, oh, the PCP, oh. I, I, I. But Denzel did it to everybody. He was Roger. He he did his boy Roger, Macy Gray. Like he was like, I'm trying to survive, bro. Bro, you know when I the first time I watched um, the Sixth Sense, I had no idea. You want to know a funny story, Doughboy? Bruce Willis was dead. You want to know something funny? What? I didn't know he was dead for like two years. After you seen it, I just really enjoyed the movie. Two years later, somebody was like, it was crazy. Bruce Willis was dead. I was like, he was what? <laughs> like, he was dead. I was like, what are you? No, nah, man, he was talking to him. They're like, did you watch it? I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, bro, that was like the whole thing. I was like, what the whole thing? They're like, bro, go back and rewatch it. And I was like, oh, 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 he was dead? What? <laughs> How? I can get these pieces together. <laughs> That's a twist right there. When they give you the twist and you still don't even know? <laughs> I was just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, no, what? <laughs> Bro, he was dead. I, I just, yeah. time. Also, I don't like scary movies, and I was just freaked out. And I know that movie ain't even that scary, but I was just like, get me out of here. And I was just like, bruh, totally missed it. I mean, for years. That's one of the best twists of all time. And I feel like M. Night Shyamalan has been chasing He's been pushing it, bro. Huh? Now his whole career, he's been chasing. Ever since then, bro. That's why Jordan Peele said he was afraid to make another movie because he was afraid he couldn't do that again. And Jay Z said, "You can't just make another movie. You're never gonna be able to do that again." But that doesn't mean you'll be able to do something great. But M Night was like, "Nah," but the trees. I was like, "Twist, dude." When I when he said the trees were the bad guys, movies with with Mark Wahlberg, I walked out of the movie. The happening, yes. Oh, bro, when he was like, "The trees are against us," I was like, "I'm I'm gone, bro. I'm I'm gone, bro." Let me ask y'all a question that I've always wanted to know. That has to do with movies. Do you feel if they put Pulp Fiction, in some type of regular order, would it have been as good of a movie as it was? No. Do you think that that's what made that? Because I don't even know what's how you would even put that movie in order. I don't. I think that I think it's like Memento. If you watch Memento forward, it, it's like part of the whole lore is that it's the disjointed piece of it. So, do you think that when they put that together, they went into it knowing they would just put it weird like that? Yes, I'm pretty sure he knew that that's how the movie was, was going to turn out. Do you think Pulp Fiction makes sense if it's in a regular order? 
Um, yeah, I think it does make sense. I'm trying to think of the movie now, like, because uh, who does it open up on? It opens up on... Oh, 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 oh. Um, Nobody really said. Do you think they knew they would put it out of order when they shot? Oh. <laughs> no, no oh. when they wrote it. When they like when they, when they wrote it. He wrote he it wrote in it order like and then they just put it out of order in the editing. They did. I think that's like an urban legend. Like it was in oh. order and somebody just dropped it. He was like, wait, 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 wait. We got something. No. No. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> no. That doesn't happen. That? I don't know. But why did they do that? That it was Quentin so Tarantino. Weird. Here's my thing about Pulp Fiction. I think I have a little, not a lot of nostalgia with it because it has some iconic scenes, but I don't know if I really love, love that movie like that. No. It's a classic. Don't. You don't? I don't no, no, I think I like I Sam. I love it. It's good. Yeah, I like Sam Jackson's character. You know, it has some, like, memorable scenes, but I'm never, I'm not like, yeah, man, Pulp Fiction. I like Reservoir Dogs. Much better than Pulp Fiction. Is it in your top three of Tarantino films? Ah. Top three? Pulp Fiction might be... My favorite Quentin Tarantino movie is easily Kill Bill. Kill Bill by a long shot. Volume one is the best Quentin Tarantino movie for me. By a long shot. So then what's your number two? Pulp Fiction is my number one. Huh? Pulp Fiction is my number one Quentin Tarantino movie. I like Reservoir Dogs more than Pulp Fiction. I like, I like a bunch of movies. Well, I like I like Django a lot. I like Django too. I might put Django before because I it's talking about like a movie I'd go back and rewatch. I probably would revisit those three before Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Pulp Fiction was lit, man. I just But the I scene the scene when 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 Sam Jackson is doing the speech is just so good with the with the burger and the drink. That's that a tasty scene? burger. Oh man. It's the, so dynamic, the dynamic between Sam Jackson and uh, John Travolta was just great. Like when, and then when when John Travolta was hanging out with Uma Thurman, it was cool. Yeah. And then uh, the Bruce Willis is the boxer, it was cool. But then when he had his run-ins with Ving Rhames, it was it was dope again. And then be like, all right, what's going on? So it was a lot of ups and downs yep. for me. And, and that Ving Rhames scene was woo. It was yeah. a lot. Yeah. It was a lot, bro. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a lot going on. It was, it was, <laughs> it was a so lot. Going zone. <laughs> a lot. All right, y'all. Well, this has been another installment of Righteous and Ratchet. I've been Doughboy. I've been Kevin on stage. I have been Anthony Baker. All right, man. What y'all about to get into for the rest of your quarantine days? Mostly snacks. I, I, need to eat. I haven't eaten yet today. So I, I got to stop, man. I got to chill, man. Oh, you ain't eight. It's two o'clock. I haven't eaten. I'll tell you right now because I'm fasting. I haven't eaten in 20 hours and 23 minutes. Why? I'm doing the intermittent fasting. And then before we did this, I went for a walk to get my 10,000 steps in. Came back and went straight to this. So oh, so you haven't eaten in 20 hours? Huh? You haven't eaten in 20 hours? 20 hours. So does your fast start from the time you eat or you start from the same time every day? No, I start, I start like, all right, when I eat my last meal, I start the clock. What time do you eat your last meal? Usually it'd be like, uh, I try not to eat past eight o'clock. Wow. So if I eat dinner at six, then I just start the clock right after that. 
What's your ultimate goal? Um, I want to get down to like 204. That's a very weird number to want to get down to. Why 204? So random. So specific. Right. 205 won't cut it. 203 is too much. 204 is just right. I want to get 204 and I want no love handles. That's the goal. 225 was the goal, but I ain't been on the goal. Bro, I'm going to tell you guys honestly as my friend. When the pandemic happened, I was like, God does not want me to lose weight. Obviously, he is in divine love and grace sent a pandemic down to stop me from doing what I was. Well, he must not want me to do. I was so committed on the road. And then this, I got a horde food. I had some breakfast. The Lord has spoken to me. I hear you, Father. <laughs> y'all, can, y'all can still be eating healthy even though you're trapped in the house. I was like double. I think he said this before you popped on. The first couple of days, because it was such an unexpected change, like I was supposed to be on the road. I was just out of here for a couple of days. I didn't even recognize myself. My beard was lopsided. I had ice cream and I was eating ice cream in the shower. I was like, please, I don't know what's going on. But I was like, bro, if I'm about to be in the house for two months, if I don't get some semblance of of normalcy, I'm gonna lose all the stuff I worked for. So now I started getting up. I go hiking before the day starts. I eat egg white. Let me tell you what I be eating for breakfast. Y'all gonna be sad. Egg whites, like a half a cup of egg whites, straight black beans with some jalapenos and two slices of wheat toast. That's a good time. No, it's not a good time. I'm all in on that. Man, it's good, though. Why don't like the yolks of eggs anymore? What did they ever do to people? They're high in cholesterol, man. I got to get my thing. There's a vegan jack of your cholesterol. Yeah, there's a vegan restaurant that Sabrina put me on to, which is apparently right around the corner from my house. I had no idea. I was we like, don't... this is right here? Yeah. Yes. I was like, so I'd be going there. He'd be like, hey, man, quinoa power bowls. One time yeah. I went to Jersey Mike's. I didn't get anything healthy from there. <laughs> I ain't been doing nothing right, man. I've just been like, look, man, it's all over. Eat what you want. No, no, don't do this. No, you're going to be mad, though, bro. If you're in the house for two months, because you know your only problem is you can put it on. It goes drops or yeah, big. I can't wobble them out of here in two months. Like, oh, <laughs> you're going to be mad at yourself, bro. I can't do that. I'm you- saying, bro, I've been right back to work. The thing for me, and it's the same for Doe, it's a whole life thing. Either you're doing it all or you're doing none of it. <laughs> Just get up and walk, bro. Walk for, get up and walk 30 minutes one direction. When you hit that, turn around and walk back. You got an hour cardio in. Just I know do how that. to do basic math. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, put, I, I wasn't a shot at your math. I'm just saying, like, get that in on the early. Yeah. Start your day. You ain't finna do it, right? Yeah, you like, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about what I'm about to eat now. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Nachos, babe. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta shop differently though. You can't be buying the chips. No, oh, man, I'll be shopping. I'll just be like, man, what snacks ain't been took? Let me no, put that. Don't do that. <laughs> Get that neutral bullet, man. Nah, man. He gone, Tone. He, he gone. gone. I can see it in his eyes. Save me, man. You can't save me. Save yourself, man. You can't save me, man. I'm too far gone, man. I'm too far gone, man. Man. But he's not, though. He's just like, no, yeah. it's easy. 
They have healthy food available. Nah, man. Nah, I'm not What's going on, man? Nah, man. Oh boy was killing before this. Bro. Man. Yo, he was so focused, man. He was killing. But that's my thing. It's like, when I'm focused, you got to keep me there. You can't take me out. Bro, when they said the gyms were closed, I was like, ah, dog, man. Nah, man. And, bro, it's, I'm telling you, bro, we probably looking at two months. Straight. I'm gonna come back at 486, man. No, man, no, <laughs> no, no. Oh, man, I'm going back to the gym today, man. You're not. The gym is closed still. <laughs> I wasn't going to the I'm at the gym right now, guys. <laughs> I wasn't telling you the truth. <laughs> Clearly, so, before we go, I want to say something. Everybody's talking about. Yo, we're not going to evict you right now if you don't pay your rent. I'm not worried about that. What's going to happen when y'all turn it back on? Like, then I'm just going to be three months behind. I need y'all to say, don't worry about it. You don't have to pay your mortgage. You right. good. I don't need a, uh, a, you want to see the dog? Stall me out. I don't need to stall me out. I yeah, don't stall me out. Because then when it comes back, I'm going to just have three months. Right. They they told me, they sent me a letter and was like, yeah, so you can still pay it online. I was like, I knew that before this whole thing broke That's out. the one. <laughs> and then they said, we'll waive all credit card fees. Like, that's what you think we worried about right now? Credit card fees? <laughs> I ain't got no food in here. Nobody care about these fees. Bro, let me tell you what. Them comedians, that was like, social media is dumb. <laughs> what was that? Y'all, what? 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 <laughs> I am so whole glad that I didn't have stand-up as the income and I had to do YouTube because when I tell you... It's different right no, now. No, this is the worst thing about this. It was like when they shut it off, they shut it off. It's done. All, all your shows, March, gone. April, gone. Just got the email. May, gone. There's comedians out there that do not have no other thing. It's getting tough out there. They, people Bro. Start to do, let me ask y'all this. People are starting to do shows live from their living rooms. Are y'all going to do that? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to nah. tell you why. This set just got good. I cannot burn. You put it online now? I still need that when these show. I, the only way I would do that personally, and I'm not against it. I'm, I'm just thankful that I have other income. I want that set to still be good for the stage. Mm -hmm. But if I had no other way of making income, I, I would have to do it. But luckily, mm -hmm. I like people are watching YouTube content. I'm going to start promoting my Patreon more. But I, when this clears up, I'm going right back on the road with this set. Yep. I'm not, I'm not, I can't burn the material, man. Y'all already got too much of me online anyway with stand-up. Y'all don't need me to do a set live in the living room. Y'all just gonna either hear me talking about something for 30 minutes or just other content, man. That's, I would talk about other stuff, but like my actual jokes, because bro, the thing about comedy is you what need- about your old, what, about, what about your own stuff? I need that too. I need it all. <laughs> I might need that. I'll throw an old one in the set on stage. Throw it on the grill. So y'all keep it pretty separate anyway. Y'all don't put a lot of material. I I put Tony puts a good amount, but Tony yeah. also has eighteen hours of stand up comedy available to him. 
I don't have as much as tone. So I put mine out sparingly. But I just started promoting my special on the dark post. I need the bread. <laughs> and you know what? I'll say this, though. People have been buying. People oh, yeah. Been buying. It's a surge. Like, my shirt sale, thank God. And the uh, and the special. Like, when I posted about the special yesterday, I see the sales coming in. So people are at home buying stuff. Me and Melissa was talking about that. We kind of felt like I don't. We didn't want to promote stuff because we didn't want people to be like we ain't got no money. But then it was like a lot of people actually have money. They just have nothing to. They have nothing to spend it on. You know, a lot of people are still working. If you ain't got the money, you ain't got it. So you still want to target the people that do have the money that are willing to spend because they at home bored. That's actually a good point. That's really the same as the same. If you ain't got it, you don't have. It. But sometimes when the world is going normal, people ain't got it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You you think ain't no McDonald's commercials on on TV right now? <laughs> you think ain't no Jack in the Box commercials running? They gonna still run these commercials. Excuse my language on this show. But <laughs> sell your oh, stuff. You people, cuss Josh fixing it post, but when you cuss, it adds twenty years to you. You always cuss like an old. I'm mechanic. sixty-two. <laughs> you always cuss like an old mechanic. <laughs> but yeah, right. man. All right, Kev, come I want to do this thing. before we, I want to say I was gonna text this to y'all in the group chat. Sabrina was like, she gave me a good idea of doing the game night virtually. Um, I want to do it with y'all. Like, uh, there's a Martin trivia. Y'all watch Martin a lot, right? Yeah. There's a Martin trivia thing I wanted to do. There's taboo and stuff. So I'm gonna hit y'all up. I'm down. Hit me, hit me up, play. I'm with it. All right, man. Peace. God bless y'all. All right, Joe.